welcome. The goal of this podcast is to get listeners connected with others in the sports industry because they say it's all about who you know, and now you know us. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Constant Sports Podcast. Today we are joined by Jessica Campbell. Thanks for joining us today, Jessica. Thanks for having me. And then we're also joined by our co-host, Sal Caprita. How's it going, Sal? Good, good. Wonderful. So we've got a great lineup today. Uh, before we dive in into the deep end here, I want to give the listeners and viewers a little background um, of Jessica. So Jessica graduated from Pepperdine University with a degree in integrated marketing communication. Jessica is the CEO and founder of PO3 Agency, an agency that offers marketing, public relations, social media, consulting, management services for companies, brand, podcasts, talent, products, and much more. There's much more we'll dive into with Jessica there. That's just scratching the surface. So we're looking forward to diving in today and get to learn more about Jessica and what she's got going on. So can you tell the listeners, I guess, and viewers, kind of about your time at Pepperdine, uh, your marketing and communication degree, and kind of how you got into that? Well, funny and embarrassing story I'll start off with. I went there for business and then I took my first few econ classes and I said, this is not for me. So (laughs) I ended up in marketing and communications and I have honestly learned so much from that program that I still use and I get to guest speak there all the time in the classes that I took, which is really special. So loved my time there, loved what I learned and definitely still use it all. And the business side, I think I could have definitely learned too, but it was great. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I feel like that's a lot of us when we first get into college, it's, you get in those like chemistry classes, econ classes, and you figure out like, wait a second, this is, this is, this isn't how it should work. I got to change paths here. So that's, that's awesome that you kind of found your route and found your, um, you know, your area of expertise you're going to go into. And then after you graduated from, from Pepperdine, you know, what was it like kind of getting into the workforce? Um, once you graduated, what were some things you tried to do to separate yourself? Good question. I graduated during COVID. So COVID started my Mm -hmm. junior year when I was ending my internship that I had in college as the sports marketing intern for the John R. Wooden Award, which is ESPN's College Basketball Player of the Year Award. And that is basically where I got my start in the sports industry. And I designed all of ESPN Sports Center for a lot of the stars at the time that were up for the award, like Trey Young, DeAndre Ayton, Asia Wilson. That was the class I worked with and for. And so it's really exciting to be where I am today, still working with that kind of group of people. But that was my introduction. And so when COVID happened and my internship ended around the same time, my boss and I still wanted to work together. So we formed a podcast called Sports for Positivity, where we interviewed professional athletes and entertainment figures on what they did for the community and how they used their voice and platform to cultivate positivity at such a negative time. I'm sure you guys remember. Um, And then I did that before I graduated. So as soon as I graduated, some of the sponsors and athletes we had on the show saw my marketing work and asked if I could do it for them. And I had two or three people ask within the same week. So I either had to keep applying to jobs or maybe trusted myself and, you know, believed in myself if I could really do this. So I gave myself six months to a year. And if things were going well, I would keep going. And if they wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, you know, at least I tried and I'd have hopefully a better resume to start applying to more jobs. And here I am over two years later. Yep. No, that's, hey, that's, 
that's a wonderful story. And we'll, we'll dive into that uh, a little bit more here throughout the podcast. But that's that's an awesome how you get your start, I guess, with the with the with the award ceremonies and whatnot. And then so, I guess, why did you choose Acre in the sports industry? Like your first internship, kind of you said in the sports. Like, what made you want to go into that, like into this sector? So I have two brothers. I'm a triplet. And uh, basically growing up, it was majority rules. So whatever two thirds of us, so the boys wanted, basically, we would try and we would do so. It was great growing up, but I played a lot of sports and I was around a lot of sports and God made me five, three and tiny. So I was not meant to be a professional athlete. Uh, And so I really still loved everything about sports and the industry. And like I said, in the last answer, as soon as I saw that there was another place in the sports industry besides player, GM, agent, I was like, okay, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want to be doing. So that's why I'm in it today. And I think beyond that, the memories that sports create and the atmosphere around it, you're not just playing for something, you're playing for something bigger than yourself. You're creating memories for other people. And it's just one of the most special industries, I think, to be in because of all of that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a question that kind of just came up uh, when you're describing kind of that transition out of college and just the uh, opportunities that kind of that you were that you were able to uh, presented themselves and everything was the fact that you highlighted a lot of skills like outside of just like the normal like stuff that we learn in college whether it's the graphic designing kind of that those kinds of skills how were you able to pick up on those was it a combination from your education or like was it outside work that you did as well a lot of it was my education so I went for marketing and communications but a lot of it was learning the marketing so every time I remember I would be in a graphic design class and they would teach us these principles on how to Photoshop and do everything. And I had to use those same principles the next week in my internship to make all of the graphics. So other than that, YouTube was my best friend. I don't know all the answers to anything, but I know how to find them or who to ask to find them. Right. So I guess a combination of both. And I'm with you and YouTube university is a great place for knowledge. I'm I'm there. I frequent that that place quite often. So, you know, anything. I mean, any 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 skill you essentially need, anything you need to learn, it's a good spot to start. And then, kind of going off that, you know, getting information, getting skills. Uh, can you give us a little bit, you know, tips, your thoughts um, on having a mentor and how our listeners and and viewers should go about getting a mentor and uh, that kind of process. Oh my gosh, if there's something that your viewers take away from me, I hope that it's to find a mentor and to get one. And I have had a lot over the course of my career so far and even during college because you don't know all the answers and you don't know how to navigate the space or you're not able sometimes to make connections that you need to make by yourself. And I think having a mentor to help guide you through either life transitions, career transitions, questions that you may have I think is one of the most valuable things as someone coming into any industry but also someone who wants to keep growing in their career and in their personal life and it's not about just having one I think just like life is like a marathon you keep running and you're on mile one and the people that hand you the oranges and the water on mile one and two aren't the same in 10 and 11 and 15 and 16. And then by the end, you're surrounded by a whole different group and the people behind you are still part of your journey and cheering you on. 
but they're not the people needed to get you to that next spot that you need to be in. So always find a mentor. You can reach out to them on LinkedIn. It's a really easy message. Maybe start with an informational interview <laughs> before full-on mentorship, but absolutely. I have tons. They're amazing. And I hope everybody has some. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I think that's kind of one of the things that we took away, you know, from, from grad school is that, you know, you got to surround yourself with people that are in similar fields, similar, similar careers, but then also you get a broad reach of people that you can be connected with. And that, you know, if you want to be a, I don't know, a sports G, a GM for the Lakers, you got to go find a GM or something like that, kind of figure out what their route was. And there's so many different routes to take, you know, whether that's, you know, you start here, you got ABZ. I mean, there's so many different things you can do. So kind of along with your story, when you graduated during this pandemic and life was crazy and then you created this agency, what was it like signing your first athlete? Um, can you get, kind of get, give the viewers inside look into what was that, what was that process like and, you know, how did it feel? Uh, it's a crazy process. I think one thing that helped me when I was signing was I take a really personal approach with all of my clients, not just the athletes, but especially them. And so many people approach them and are just very surface level or, you know, take where they're at for granted or don't treat them as a person and they're a person first and an athlete second. And I think that was one of the biggest things in the way that I treat my clients is that we're friends during this process. And if I can get to know them on that level, I'm going to get them the sponsorships that they really want because I'm going to get to know them on that level. And signing the first one was the best feeling because it really validates that, you know, you're in it to win it. Like you're, you're doing it and you're helping them and then watching them get their first deal and then see them in the Super Bowl and all of these different things. You also become part of their family and they become part of yours. So when they win, we win. And that's just the best of all the worlds. Right. But it was a really, really great experience. Yeah. I like that. I like that. If they win, you win. I think that's a great, you know, kind of foundational pillar to structure any business on, especially an agency with the agency world is so, I feel like, you know, everyone says like just a bunch of sharks and people are just in it for the money where, you know, if you can, like you said, kind of build your, build your company off personal relationships, that's going to go a lot longer than, you know, just saying, Hey, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to get you this deal and kind of treat them as a, as a number, not a human. So that's, you know, kudos to you and you, you kind of figuring that out early in your career. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's a, just a really good point, Connor, on the fact that obviously just tying it all in and being able to build that relationship. So that was kind of a, a thought that I had, Jessica, and hope maybe you can give the audience a, a little more information about that is just what approaches do you take in being able to uh, build that initial connection as well as start to build that relationship with your potential clients and kind of develop more of a, a understanding of them? Well, just like how you guys researched me and have specific questions for me before this show to make me feel welcome and understood and valued during this interview process, it's the same thing that you want to do for your potential clients. And so you kind of have to be a little bit creepy, right? You cyber stalk them. You look at all of their college, school, education history. You learn their playing history. You learn everything there is to know about them that's available online so that you can really tailor your conversation, your package, your strategy 
towards them personally. And it does take a lot of effort and work and not a lot of people put that in. But I think when you have personalized questions and understanding of who they are, how they operate, what their upbringing was like, you're really able to start the relationship off strong. It's like dating somebody, like you have to get to know them and you have to ask them questions and you have to answer their questions too. And I think just being open and having those conversations are really important from the beginning, but that's how I really tailor the first meeting and the first interaction is I get to know them as best I can. And then we'll have a lunch or a Zoom call so I can get to know them better and talk to them about our strategy moving forward. But that's one of the ways. Absolutely. No, I think that's huge. And it, it just shows kind of your passion for it and being able to go and do that work, that extra work, it shows that client or prospective individual kind of your passion for it and that you truly do care about your work and what you're doing. Yeah, true. And then kind of speaking on a little bit about the strategy and implementation. So how have you grown from zero clients to over a hundred, you know, kind of in this space? Has your strategy changed? Has, how has it developed over this, I guess, two year time frame? Oh my gosh, of course it's changed. If I stayed the same from the very beginning, I don't even know where we would be right now. But I think that's one of the most important things is being able to see the market change and be able to adapt to it. So the packages and the offerings that we had at first, of course we still have a few of them, but things have changed so much in the sports and entertainment industry and in the world um, mm -hmm. drastically over the past two years. So we've adapted, we've changed, we've opened up more services. We've cut out some that people don't really need anymore. And we're just going with the flow. We're changing as we see fit. And then even as, you know, a client or a group of clients, like we do a lot of NIL work and some schools are asking us to give marketing help to their entire program or to just one specific sport. And that wasn't something we offered at the beginning. And so now we had to make a new package, make a new system and be able to offer that exclusively to some schools, but then be able to change it and make it customized to the different sports and individuals and teams, right? So that's mm -hmm. one example, but oh my gosh, so much change. <laughs> yeah, no, and I wanted to dive into that a little bit regarding the services. And one thing I, you know, as I've been looking through agencies and kind of been in the space for a while that I thought was different from your agency is the resume building and career coaching sector. So um, I guess you mentioned just now that you've been pivoting and you know, you started here and now you're here, but has how did that resume building and coaching kind of package, how did that all come together and what made you decide to go down that route? Head on over to W's website, D-U-B-B-Y.gg. Take a look at the collections and different products they have. They've handpicked what they believe to be the 10 most critical ingredients for focus and concentration. Use Constant Sports 10 at checkout to save 10% off and view other promotional codes they have going on right now. It was back when I was doing the podcast and we were interviewing professional, not college athletes um, about their time in the league. And on top of how they impact their world, it's kind of like how their world has also impacted them. And so what I was finding was that sports was their whole life growing up, high school, college. And for the athletes listening, you guys know, like, that's your life. You are devoted to being the best athlete, the best at your sport, the best that you can be for yourself and for your team. And that also means that you're a student too. So you don't have time to get another job or an internship or help build your resume. 
And so mm -hmm. let's say you're lucky enough, you're part of the 2% that goes into some type of professional league. You're there for three to 10 years, maybe more. And then what do you do next? Right. A lot of people don't plan for the next step. And that breaks my heart because it's so sad to see these individuals with so much to offer and so much potential just kind of crumble and lose themselves a little bit because everything that they loved and knew their whole life is suddenly taken away at the moment's notice of an injury being cut, anything like that. So we, in our strategy and how we work with our athletes is yes, we'll do your marketing plan and your strategy, but we're going to plan for your post career, whether you want to hear it or not. And so it's not major as they're during the league, but we do have these sprinkles and little Easter eggs of things that we set up for them so that they're building a platform, to, they're building a career that's tailored to their specific journey when they're done playing. Right. Yeah, that, that's very important. And I feel like athletes kind of do life in reverse where it's like they retire at like 28 to 30, you know, and then that's like when most people are like getting full fledged into their career, like they've been working for a while and now they're maybe, you know, a little bit higher in a company and they're just kind of starting out whereas athletes are like done with their career at that time. So having that, you know, those Easter eggs and sprinkling these things where it's like, Hey, you're going to have to focus on this. You know, you might not want to do it now, but it's kind of, you got to start build these skills, build these you know, resume things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's funny. Um, but yeah, they, they need that a lot. And, uh, I guess going along with the services, could you give the viewers also an inside look on what's it like hosting these events? Like you had Trenton Irwin's football camp, and you also have the uh, this Roseville Youth Camp coming up. So just kind of give us inside look on how how you do those and kind of what's the why behind those events. So it first started with my client Trenton, who really just has so much love for his community and the people that have helped build him. And that's really special to me because we actually went to high school together and we, I, I stood in the bleachers watching him play where he got scouted to play for Stanford. And now he's one of my clients and we get to hold this camp at that same stadium. Right. So it's really awesome. special and it's just a really good event to give back to the community and his, whole idea behind it was that there are so many camps growing up that he was a part of and it was a lot of instruction and not a lot of fun sometimes and I think the joy of playing sports is that it is fun and it's a good time and you build really strong relationships and skills while you play that benefit you outside of that sport and so this camp was created to be a really fun, uplifting, encouraging day for all of the kids and this is the second year we're doing it um, and I actually won an award last year for this camp and some of the other things I was doing in the sports industry. And that's how the Rose Bowl found me and we decided to do a youth camp together. So I could give you some insight onto what those camps are like. I don't think we have that much time, but it is <laughs> a lot of preparation and planning a bunch of legal stuff and insurance, which isn't the fun, sexy side to talk about. But then right. you also have to manage the talent and the signups and just the whole thing of that day. So what people see is this big. And then my plan sheet behind that is about <laughs> this big. So of course, of course, it's awesome, though. Very much worth it. 
I'm fascinated to hear just, I, I'm sure as the audience has listened through this, they've picked up on uh, just uh, how much you've been doing already in the sports industry, everything you've already accomplished, and even with all the awards and everything that, that you've gotten so far, what would you say has kind of been the most rewarding uh, thing that's happened in your career? That's a good question. There have been a lot of things. And one thing I think we haven't touched on yet either is I also have a NIL app for college athletes so they can actually scroll and apply to deals for themselves. And as amazing as these camps are and partnering with the Rose Bowl is literally a dream come true. And I kind of get emotional every time I talk about it like this. But I think the app and this company and being where I am and the amount of people that we've helped and the lives that we've changed. And even outside of sports, we have a lot of clients that are influencers, singers, artists, businesses, products, services. We've just been able to do so much good. And I think that's something that I'm really proud of because we've been doing it for over two years now. And I did not think that this was the path for me or where I'd end up, but I don't know. Is it corny to say every day? Um, <laughs> no, it's but, perfect. No, I'm just happy to be here and be doing what I love. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's what everyone should aspire to do: is do what they love, and every day is, you know, should be what they should be what they kind of are striving for. And um, as you kind of mentioned with the with the app or whatnot, can you give a little bit more background about that? I know it's it's for the NI athletes or whatnot, but it kind of is it fully functioning. How's it kind of how's it work? And it's it, NIL is a whole new space. So you know, just have a lot of listeners that are kind of interested in that sector. Yep. In uh, July of 2021 is when the rules opened up and allowed college athletes to profit off of their name, image, and likeness. So it's kind of not really common that we're talking about it a lot right now. And so a lot of people might not know what it is, but think of like an influencer on social media where they promote products, they have appearances or a professional athlete where they do signings and endorsements and things like that. It's the combination of both really. And this app came about because in July of 2021, a lot of my business clients wanted to start working with college athletes. And of course I'm like, okay, we'll do it. Why not? And it turned out to be one of the most tedious, time-consuming, hardest things ever because it was a new space and there was a lot of back and forth between the athlete and company and all of these things. And one day I just got so frustrated. I started Googling like crazy and was looking for some service or some website that could make this process easier or help me. And at the time there wasn't. So I remember I canceled the rest of my meetings that day and I took a blank notebook and I took pen to paper and designed every single page word box on the app that I needed so that it would fit the brand's needs, the athlete's needs, and then the agency's needs, as well as the compliance with um, all of the schools. So I've been building that since July of 2021, and it just came out December 2022. Um, and it's fully functioning. It's out. It's called Opper uh, on the App Store. You can find it, O-P-P-E-R. It's short for Opportunity. Um, but that's a little bit about it. Perfect. Yeah, we'll we'll plug that in there for for the athletes listening, and uh, hopefully we can we can kind of promote that and get it out on the airways and get some deals done for those uh, NIL clients and you know athletes. Awesome. That yeah. it's just so huge. Obviously, with NIL just being just legislation that was just passed recently within a couple of years, and 
kind of the wild, wild west is when the kind of what happened. So getting more information, more education out and having an application like this for people to utilize and get up to date and and kind of a all one stop shop for NIL. That, that's really cool and fascinating. It's been the best journey, designing it, building it, putting it out there. I've learned more in the past year and a half from that than absolutely anything. So it's been a labor of love, really. And I'm glad that it's out there. People are using it. Deals are happening. It's going great. Yeah, that's beautiful, beautiful. Um, and so as, as we've kind of had this discussion where I feel like every time you see, see, see an opportunity, you've seized it and you've kind of you know, gravitated to those, you know, during COVID, whether it's this NIL app, um, you're kind of, you, your whole, you know, career kind of encompasses that of an entrepreneurial. Uh, so what are some skills, uh, maybe some talents or whatnot that are essential for, I guess, any future entrepreneur listening or someone that is maybe just interested in the sports industry itself? The ability to function off of little to no sleep. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I mean that. Um, I think, Believing in yourself is probably one of the biggest things and you have to kind of be a little bit crazy to go out and start something that only you at the time believe in and then build it and make other people believe in it in terms of clients coming on people supporting you and I think that one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten and so I'm going to give it is don't fake it till you make it you have to fake it right from the start or believe it right from the start really because there's no making it if you're faking it. Like you have to truly believe in what you're doing, believe that you're good at it, believe that you can change whatever it is that you want to be changing and doing. Otherwise, nobody else is going to. And I think that is one of the best pieces of advice I got. And so one of the best pieces of advice I can give to answer this question. Yep, no, I'm with you 100%. It's all about the belief and um, you know, just trusting yourself really at the end of the day is kind of what it comes down to is we all, you know, progress in our careers. Um, and I guess as you move forward in your career, you've already done so much for the community and for the area. But as you move forward in your career, uh, how are you planning on continuing to impact your community and shape the next generation of entrepreneurs? I love that question. Uh, my internship shaped me so much. And if I didn't have that, I honestly don't think I would be here today. So one of the first things I started when I opened up this agency was our internship program. And I've structured it in a way where we get about four to six new interns per quarter. And I really tailor the experience to each individual in terms of I give them tasks that actually will impact their future career goals. And so they're not just researching and filling out spreadsheets. They're actually doing things that matter. And if they are researching and filling out spreadsheets, I show them where it goes and how it impacts the business and our clients uh, in the long term too. So they know exactly how they're making an impact. And that's one of the biggest ways that I hope I'm shaping and helping this next group of entrepreneurs coming up and giving them the skills that I got when I was their age and that I wish I had gotten when I was their age. And then with the community, that's really important to me too. And so another one of the things I first started was our quarterly cause program. And every quarter as well, we pick a charity or event or cause that just needs a little bit of extra help. And we'll go in and donate our services, our time or something along those lines to help make that uh, charitable event a success. Yeah, wonderful. Well, that's great. Um, that, that just shows, you know, how much you kind of, you're invested in the community. And I think it's, 
you know, just for future people that are trying to give them the space. It's just kind of getting out there and doing it essentially, like making <laughs> it happen. You can, if you, you know, if you're just sitting back and waiting for things to happen and you know, more often than not, nothing's going to happen, you know, but it's it just goes to show that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you'll be too late to the game and then, and then, you know, you're done for. Uh, um, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. And then just kind of to wrap up, you know, we appreciate you jumping on today and, uh, we, we try to keep these in 30 minutes. I know we could talk for hours here, but you're a busy lady, so we'll, we'll let you get going here. Um, we'd just like to finish up kind of with a no huddle. So I'll ask you about five to six questions, which is kind of the first thing that uh, comes to mind, just rattle it off. So um, we'll start off with, what is your favorite book? My favorite book right now, I think is The Power of Negative Thinking by Bob Knight, really, really good. It sounds horrible, the power of negative thinking, but it teaches <laughs> you basically how to see the negative or the ways things that can go wrong and then how you can plan for those to not happen. So as I prepare for these camps coming up, that's like my rule book. Yeah. Yeah, the, the self, the, I guess I feel like it's positive self-talk, kind of the, the, the backside of that. So that's, that's yes. wonderful. So, and then what medium do you use uh, to stay up within the sports industry? I follow every single team, as many athletes as I can, as many reporters as I can. I want to always see what's going on. So I think just immersing myself and I don't scroll mindlessly on LinkedIn or Instagram that much because everybody I follow teaches me something or something is educational. So that's a big one. And then, of course, the athletic, front office sports, all the good stuff. Yep. Yep. All those all those are must follows for those wanting to be in the sports industry. And then this might be a hard one, but what's your favorite marketing and or project you've worked on? I don't know. Uh, I think these camps are really, really special. The Rose Bowl camp has been probably my favorite one to date. Yep. Yeah, that, that, that one's going to be awesome. And that's that's March 19th, correct? March 19th, 2023. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put it on the calendars. Anyone in the L.A. area, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a must- must have stop uh, for, for yourself uh, during that camp time. So we'll put that out there. And then how can others get connected with you and follow your work? Uh, my Instagram is at jess.campbell3, Campbell, just like the soup. Uh, my agency is at PO3 agency, I think on all socials. And then opera is at underscore O-P-P-E-R underscore, I believe on all socials as well. All right, well, we'll get that out there. And then if um, we'll kind of give you the floor here, if you want to add any comments or anything, the floor is yours. Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Um, I would say anything you want to do, you can accomplish and always think of something bigger than tomorrow. So whatever you're doing today has a larger impact tomorrow as in terms of you should be thinking 10 years ahead and planning that far ahead because truly everything you're doing right now affects who you will become. Wow, I love that. We're going to, you have to put Amazing. that on a t-shirt and sell that. Yeah, that was something right there. That's that the was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go trademark that and, and get that established. There you go. Um, well, well, thanks, Jessica, for coming by today. Uh, we really appreciate it. This is this is going to be great, and this is just for our, our viewers and listeners needed. So, yeah, we appreciate you stopping by, and we're looking forward to getting this out there and um, you know staying connected in the future. Thank you so much, and me too. Head on over to W's website, dubby.gg. Take a look at their collections and different products they have. 
they've handpicked what they believe to be the 10 most critical ingredients for focus and concentration. Use Constant Sports 10 at checkout to save 10% off and view other promotional codes they have going on right now.